So I wanted to uh, get started, get the ball rolling here. Uh, Brendan Stepke with Arrow Truck Sales in Maple Shade, New Jersey. We got a truck lot uh, pushing out all the major truck brands, including, of course, uh, Mac and Volvo. And then Greg Holderfield, are you in North Carolina? Yeah, I'm in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, cool. Greensboro. Gotcha, gotcha. Is that the headquarters for Volvo North America Truck Group? Well, the, we're the headquarters for Volvo North America Volvo Group, uh -huh. and also the Mac World headquarters is here as well. So, and now in your position, are you responsible for both brands? Yeah, I'm responsible for both brands. Oh, that's interesting. That's cool. Uh, I should have worn my Mac hat along with my Volvo <laughs> shirt. It's the Volvo Group. <laughs> Understood. Understood. So now in, in your position, what is your team responsible for? So I, I'm now responsible for, uh, I'm the director of service for the Southeast region of the United States. Wow. I guess uh, your team is uptime. Is that kind of what you're focused on? The number one thing. That's the number one thing that we focus on. That's, uh, we measure it. Yeah. Um, we're able to uh, measure uptime on all of our trucks that have telematics. Mm -hmm. uh, we can tell uh, when the truck is within a dealer's geofence, mm -hmm. uh, and we know we can actually measure the time that, um, from the time it gets written up at the uh, service advisor's desk to the time it leaves. So what metrics uh, do you guys focus on? What's good? What's bad? We actually measure uptime. So uh, yeah. today we're measuring um, right around almost 98%. Uh, wow. on the Volvo brand uh, and these are the trucks again that we can see with telematics and uh, and we're measuring a little bit better than that on the Mac brand right now that's excellent so I started two Junes ago so as you can imagine I'm learning a lot every single day yeah and I just uh, you know I've known that there is some crossover between the brands and there's probably more than I even think there is uh, under the hood. Um, the drivetrain is exactly the same. Uh, uh -huh. The the engines are built in the same factory. Uh, they're just a different color. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the trans the, the the automated transmissions that we we, we put in today are the same same transmission. So yeah, the drivetrain or the powertrain, I would say, is is common. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we obviously love selling Volvos and the Max sell like hotcakes up here uh, because, you know, it's uh, a slightly more affordable option, I would say. So our, our guys really love it, um, but um, they don't get the necessarily get the exposure to uh, Max specifically um, because there's no crossover with the, you know, with the engine, different engine types. And, yeah. you know, Volvo is such a well-known brand. Uh, but like to personally, you know, what I'm already taking out of this is, you know, you confirming what I kind of heard, heard through the grapevine. Um, so that, you know, that's going to help me out. So I certainly do appreciate that information. Um, now that, that's, uh, that's, that's really cool. That that's, that's good stuff. Um, now what about the remote well, diagnostics? Uh, all the trucks that have, uh, uh, telemax, we were able to, um, monitor those trucks. Uh, and then we have it through our uptime center here. Uh, we have it to where the trucks can actually report a fault. And so we get a case in-house here, a truck reports a fault, then we are able to contact the customer per his instructions uh, as to what you know what we need to do. Gotcha. If it's a 
if it's a critical fault, then of course uh, we would make arrangements to put it in the dealer and you know get the parts, etc. Um, if it's not a critical fault, it's something that can continue to operate until he has time to stop. Then we tell him that as well, and and uh, arrange something maybe two or three days later. Is that mostly uh, fleet folks that you're working with, or uh, you working with one-off owner-ops? Is it a mix? Any, any, any at all. Uh, uh, we have um, you when you purchase a new Volvo truck, you get yeah. the service for mm -hmm. the for the base uh, warranty, and then you can purchase the service as a subscription later later on. So we have large fleets that utilize it, and then we have all you know one single truck owner operator utilize it. Gotcha. Um, that, that service, that's kind of a, like an extended warranty. Is that what that's part of? It's just part of the uh, package when you buy the truck. Yeah. Now, if you do purchase extended coverage, yeah. then, then the term is longer with the, mm -hmm. with the coverage. Now, do you let uh, somebody know uh, at the shop that, that they're inbound? We actually give them the uh, work instructions on exactly what we want them to do. Wow. So a lot of times, we have for these particular faults that we could we uh, monitor. Mm -hmm. We'll have uh, specific instructions. We just want you to replace this part. We don't really expect them to do a lot of heavy diagnostics or anything. Now, if that part doesn't fix it, which is would be the exception, right. uh, then 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 of course we would go into some more diagnostics. But most of these faults, we have very specific instructions on what we want to do. It sounds like at tech level, uh, it would be really helpful to uh, have that information to know what's going on before they even see the truck um, to kind of have an idea what, what's going on before, before they even, before they even get in the door. Oh, they like it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, we're doing more and more of that as well. Uh, we're huh. actually uh, working uh, on releasing a lot of information on how to diagnose our, our after treatment system in the same way. Wow. Corrected repair versus, mm -hmm. um, you know, a step-by-step -step, uh, troubleshooting tree, if you will. Uh, gotcha. We know that, you know, when we monitor or look at the data, that there's a many of these faults that we know exactly what switch is needed or sensor or, you know, 80% of the time. So we're, we're, we're going with the 80% of the time. And yeah, we're, sure. We're treating, we're treating the 20 as the exception. So. Sure. Oh, that's, uh, no, that's, that's, that's really interesting. And one of the challenges that we have is you kind of throw a solution at the wall and then see what sticks. Yeah. You know, yeah. And hope you get on the road and pick up the next, the next load. That That's kind right. of, uh, you know, at our level, um, uh, you know, of course we have, you know, the diagnostic software and all that stuff, but, but still there are still, you know, we're, we're kind of flying blind to, uh, compared to how you guys are uh, doing it down there in North Carolina. And then, you know, that uh, having that, that central, um, kind of uh, dispatch from from your team to the field, I think is uh, you know you're getting the same same corrective action too. It sounds like it would be really helpful, and I'm sure it helps drive that 98 99% uptime. Yep, it, it it does, and we um, when we get one of those cases or any case for that matter, uh, if the guy just if the driver just calls in even, then we have a, a centralized case management system to where we can pull anybody in the company into that case that we want to. Uh, so my guys as district service managers, if we get a case within our uptime center here, they can be brought into that case right away and, and be involved right away. Hmm. So a lot of times some of these remote diagnostic cases turn into that same kind of thing.
Gotcha. Gotcha. And as somebody who, uh, you know, focus on uh, project management, case management, I know that that is that that's extremely helpful for somebody making sure their their answers, uh, their questions get answered. I know how important that communication, again, that proactive uh, communication uh, can be. Are your competitors, do they have similar uh, kind of rolling out something similar? Yeah, the our competitors do similar things. Uh, yeah. I would say that when it comes to remote services, that we probably lead. Hmm. Um, and uh, but that uptime words a buzzword out there today. Everybody's using. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, but they they do have similar telematic approaches. Uh, it's not exactly the same, but hmm. um, but they offer those kinds of services. Yes. Gotcha. Understood. Um, anything outside of the remote diag and telemetrics that you're kind of focusing on to drive that uptime? Like I said, uh, we're doing a lot of work internally here on uh, our diagnostic system. Yeah. And uh, and the way that we, um, uh, you know, provide work instructions rather mm -hmm. than have a, a, a for example, today a technician could be presented with a truck, and he, there's like three different systems he could go into uh, to start his troubleshooting, uh, and he wouldn't be wrong to start with any one of them. Sure. So what we're trying to do is take that information and put it in one document, and if you have a list of faults, then this is a way we want you to attack that. Gotcha. And much more directed repair approach than what uh, what we've ever done. Gotcha. Sure. Well, that's real cool. Um, another huge thing that we uh, have going on today is uh, we're certifying our dealers to be what we call certified uptime dealers. Mm -hmm. And what that is, is basically they have to meet a certain criteria on their facility, on how they check in a customer, how they um, do uh, quick diagnostics, uh, and we measure uh, the jobs that are under two hours, and we measure the jobs that are a day, two days, et cetera. Uh, and we hold them to a standard for that to keep the certification. Mm. So that's that's a growing thing that we have. Uh, we're adding dealers to that list weekly. Uh, I'm uh, sure people are excited to get on that list. They are, but it's pretty tough to get on that list. I mean, <laughs> a lot of them have to, uh, a lot of them have to change the way they do business, the way they wow. That it work, you know, and the way that they're flowing through the shop works. You know, these stories, these horror stories that we hear, uh, you know, a customer pulls in and they tell him it's going to be four days before he can look at his truck. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to work. Yeah. So, sure. uh, so the whole idea with the certified uptime center is that you get the truck in right away, you do a quick diagnostics on it, uh, and then you're able to communicate with the customer and say, you know, at least give him something to to plan his business around. So yeah, mm -hmm. this is gonna be a this is gonna be a lengthy job or this is gonna be something I can do in a couple of hours. Sure. Sure. Uh, I mean you gotta be helping the uh the, the the techs, the garages, you know, as far as kind of uh being being a better service provider. Of course. And 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 their workflow and the the the, the traffic through their shop increases. Yeah. And and we I mean we've proven it. You know, yeah. and, uh, these guys are actually realizing that they're making more money doing this. Sure. Well, that's real cool. So we have about 205 certified locations today, and mm. that covers the big markets, uh, what we call the top 34 markets. Yeah. Um, 
but like I say, we're adding them daily, uh, almost. It's uh, uh, it's tough for our guys that go around and do the audits to to get around to all of them that are. Gotcha. Sure, yeah. sure. Uh, that's uh, no, that's that's real cool. Um, as far as metrics, uh, is, and your team, is there anything that you're you're focused on internally? With my team today, uh, yeah. you know, we focus on making the dealers better, and yeah. uh, we we do. Um, quarterly reviews with the dealer groups and business reviews uh, where we're measuring things like um, uh, their training, uh, uh, te technical training, I will say, and, and how many master technicians they have. Um, all of those kinds of things, you know, we're really pushing them to, to increase the percentage of master techs out there. Uh, but we, we, we're focused totally on making the dealers better. Gotcha. Uh, we support the uptime uh, initiative. We do all this uh, on the ones that are certified to make sure they're walking the walk, you know. Sure. And um, but that's that's our main focus to make the dealers better. Gotcha. Gotcha. Right on. How about parts? Has the supply chain started to smooth out at all? Uh, we've seen improvements in some areas. Yeah. Um, but it's not. We're not out of the woods yet. Nobody. Is. <laughs> yeah. Nobody is out of the woods on that particular issue um a year ago uh most of the issues were based around um raw materials mm. rubber uh microchips you know mm -hmm. gotcha uh today i would say it's more a supplier-based issue uh, mm. where we're um, we've just got suppliers that literally just cannot keep up yeah just, the demand is so great as mm. you know, uh, it's uh, and it's it's always been a struggle anyway with the, when 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 production rates are as high as they are, uh, then to get aftermarket parts, it just makes that much tougher, right? Gotcha. Uh, so um, we're not out of the woods yet, no. But we we do anticipate some improvement, better, much better situation by early next year. Fingers crossed, nothing else crazy happens, all right? <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> And then picking into the future a bit, uh, as far as electrification and alternative fuels, have you guys started uh, thinking about that at all? I would say we're the most heavily invested in that as a Volvo group. Um, yeah. We've got uh, quite a few electric trucks already out there. Mm -hmm. uh, we're involved in a uh, initiative in California where we're partnering up with, uh, with uh, actually other OEs uh, to uh, operate electric vehicles out there it's going very well um and we're, we've got to focus on uh, the max side of the business and the refuse business actually where we've got a lot of municipal um uh, opportunities i'll call it a lot of a lot of cities are interested that makes sense and then alternative fuels we we are definitely working on that uh, uh, hydrogen fuel cells etc yeah uh, that's that's something we're heavily invested in for sure um, I'm just kind of, I, I'm assuming that, I mean, I, I know to some degree that, you know, Volvo, a large part of their business is parts and oh, service. Yeah. And with electric, there's allegedly less parts and less service. Um, do you think that's a concern uh, somewhere? It is absolutely a paradigm change that, um, big time because yeah. you're exactly right. Uh, we all do very well selling parts today. We all do very well selling engine parts today. Sure. Um, and 
it's, it's a huge change. And, and what we're trying to do is provide the dealers with, uh, with strategies on how you uh, work around that. And uh, and let's let's face it, diesels aren't going anywhere anytime soon. You know, no. we we'll never see the end of it for sure. But <laughs> uh, there will be in the years to come, there will be an increase in electric vehicles, and uh, um, then we'll you know we're we're showing them that we need to make sure that we put service contracts on these trucks. Uh, the dealers uh, really need to be putting a service contract on just about everything they sell today. Mm-hmm. Um, and get in that business because that that is the future. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I, I know it's not an apple to apple, but the you know if if we somebody purchases a truck from Arrow and, and happens to be an issue after the fact, everybody says you didn't get the extended warranty. <laughs> well, today uh, on on new trucks, we have a pretty high percentage of trucks that get get extended warranties. Yeah. So we've sort of just worked with. Um, actually now putting you know maintenance contracts on these things as well as the extended coverages and um, and, and really getting the dealers in that business you know dealers for the most part uh, the, the kind of things that are done on contracts um, they don't really enjoy that business today breaks and those kinds of things they don't sure. they, they don't really get that business yeah uh, that's usually done somewhere else um, you know, their, their labor rates are higher, of course. Right. Um, so getting our dealers into that business and, and showing them a model on how they can be healthy doing that, uh, that's where we're focused on that for sure. 